This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Teachers, of course, on Tuesday announced they'll teach what they want. It's their classroom. They'll decide what's appropriate. Not all teachers, but the vocal group that has decided to dig in their heels on a curriculum change, a short reprieve as they repeal the curriculum um, that, in fact, the Doug Ford government was elected on. And they'll ignore the will of the electorate and teach whatever the heck they, they see fit. And the unions made it clear they will have their back. So what does this mean for you as a parent? And what say will parents have? Should they be concerned about any content? Will you be told if your teacher goes rogue and just decides to rhyme off the 63 pronouns? I don't know. That, and by the way, that's not part of the curriculum. And that's part of the problem with the curriculum is the ideologue has seeped in. And so parents are, in fact, concerned about it. But the one person who's really been at the forefront of this uh, debate is Tanya Granick Allen. And she joins me now. She's a former PC candidate and uh, probably the, the most interesting of candidates who kept everybody kind of tuned in. Hi there, Tanya. Hi, Alex. How are you? Well, I'm good. You know, I'm a bit troubled by the language I hear from the unions. I mean, you don't have to agree with the sex ed curriculum, but you do have to do your job and follow the rules. You do. And, you know, parents put their faith and trust in teachers to teach the prescribed curriculum in conjunction with the government. So to hear and see that the unions and a bunch of uh, ideological activists are encouraging teachers to break that faith and trust is is terrible. Uh, We should make sure that that trust and and faith that the parents and teachers have with one another is always uh, held paramount. So this is is, is terrible news, and uh, I think this was definitely a wrong decision by the ETFO. There, you know, there are a lot of people who say, well, you probably haven't read the curriculum. I have read the curriculum. I know the curriculum very well. I also have a child just like you, uh, Tanya, in the schools. And while I'm not particularly alarmed by sex ed curriculum, I do think there are areas of it that are too young. But my concern comes from speaking to a number of officials, a number of experts, and a number of, of parents who are concerned that some of the things their kids are hearing is just simply too young. And that is in the area of gender identity. And I've spoken with uh, particular expert, Dr. Uh, Deborah So, who who says, look, they are teaching things that are ideological and not science-based. And that is the problem. Right there in the curriculum when you read it, you don't see that they'll talk about things that aren't in there, but there are teachers that are teaching that. Yeah, and you put the nail right on the head. I think most parents, like you said, um, they do want their children to learn a, a very safe and healthy sexual education curriculum, you know, a back-to-basics one, if you will. What they don't want is uh, some left-wing ideology or unscientific ideology being oppressed onto their children in the classroom setting. That's not appropriate. Uh, I think anything we learn within school should be scientifically based. I think that's reasonable, and I think most parents expect that. So what do you expect this new curriculum? My, my feeling is that the new curriculum is going to look a lot like the old curriculum. I think it will be tweaked slightly for the age. Um, but what does the curriculum have to look like for you and other social conservatives to feel, uh, or other parents who feel like they weren't consulted, to be satisfied? 
Well, it's not just the consultation, it was the content. And like, I'll, I'll give Kathleen Wynne this. I do agree with her that it had to be updated. Certainly, uh, you know, the technology has advanced since then. But however, she pulled a bait and switch. She used the excuse that that because of modern advances technology, we needed to update the curriculum. But as you know, you've, you've just mentioned, uh, she uses as an opportunity actually to insert uh, ideology. And and for example, like she completely didn't even address the internet pornography problem. We know. Kids are accessing porn online. We know this is something that should be addressed in some capacity in the sex ed curriculum. It wasn't. She did not address it whatsoever. So that would be something I, I think that would be important. Props at the grade 8 age, uh, just before they go on to high school, to address internet pornography. So modern updates like that, sure, that's definitely important. Uh, unscientific gender ideology, no. And I think some of the content parents are okay with, they just think maybe, you know, push it up a few years. I think, you know, concepts like carry um, in grade eight students are suggested to carry a condom and make a sexual plan. Well, that's something that, you know, doesn't sit well with most parents of elementary school children. So perhaps that's something that might be considered to be pushed up into, into high school or, you know, even teaching the sex ed from a very loving and, and, and a positive perspective. That's something that I think would be appropriate. Will you have any say? Are you con- being consulted or have you had any say with your organization into the new curriculum, what it looks like? Well, we are the largest parental rights stakeholder group in the province. So, um, But, you know, we're a grassroots organization. So, you know, the, the, our supporters go out to the meetings. They'll, they'll be very vocal, as they have been for the last few years, attending rallies, protests and petitions. We just did a new paper petition. And in 10 days, we received over 10,000 handwritten signatures. So clearly there's, there's a need, there's a voice. So, um, you know, we encourage our, mem- our, our like the parents and grandparents in Ontario to pay attention and, and advocate for, for the good of their children. Is there any sec- sex ed curriculum that you'll be okay with? Like if it's just tweaked for the age, will you, will you be okay and satisfied as long as they've consulted with parents? Well, I think at the end of the day, you're never going to satisfy every parent. And that's why what is so important with this repeal, and which I would really like to see from the Minister of Education and from Premier Ford, is that there will always be advanced notification for these lessons and uh, that parents always will have the ability to opt out. That's how we respect parental rights in this province. That's how we ultimately say, you know what, parents, you get the final say. And I think that's what parents want to see. They just want to say, hey, you know what, this is my kid. I get the final say. And, and if we respect parental rights like that, I think we'll be on the right path to, to satisfying the majority of, of Ontario parents. I'm not a social conservative um, because there's, there's this, this assumption that all conservatives are the same. They're not. You're a social conservative. I happen to not be a social conservative. However, I am a parent, and I'm a parent who believes that I know what's best for my child. It's just strange like that. I actually do believe that most parents can actually um, parent their own children. And I'm not sure how this narrative got so entrenched that only teachers and only those in government can and know what's best for our kids. Well, let's face it, um, the majority of teachers actually didn't want to even teach the Kathleen when Andrea Horvath sex ed. I heard from many, many teachers who, since the announcement that the, the repeal would continue, that they were relieved. But even while it was going on, they were horrified that they had to teach some of this content to kids of the age that was prescribed. They did. They didn't like it. They did their job, they, and they felt terrible about it. However, um, you know, in terms of the, the phrase social conservatives, I mean, I think this is just a label that a lot of the left-wing media put on, on people. Look, I'm just a parent. I'm a working mom from Toronto originally with four kids. 
you know, we we have people who identify from the LGBT community who are supporters of ours. Uh, you know, I think any common sense parent in Ontario can see this curriculum saying, hey, you know what? I don't think an eight-year-old should probably be introduced to six genders, uh, which isn't even scientifically proven at that juncture. So, again, I think it's a very common sense. And we're not saying repeal the entire curriculum. There's just a small percentage of the sex ed curriculum that's, that's contentious. Are you uh, planning on any, any pushback or um, activism, I guess, as far as getting your message out? Yeah, we've had um, thousands of people already email and contact local MPPs and Doug Ford directly since uh, since the election. Um, and like I mentioned, we launched a petition and in 10 days uh, we received 10,000 signatures. And every day there are hundreds and hundreds more piling in and we're, we're submitting them to individual MPPs and their handwritten signatures on a, a petition and they can be uh, read aloud in the legislature when the legislature resumes. So, you know, I think MPPs know they've done the, the canvassing in the last election. They know where people are at on this issue. Uh, you know, Doug Ford didn't come to his position because, uh, you know, well, yes, because I know I was a candidate championing on this issue, but also furthermore, he heard it. He heard it door to door. Parents were, were sick. And you know what? This curriculum is very culturally insensitive. So a lot of new Canadians are finding it very challenging when they send their children to the school to school and they're learning things that run counter to their values. So I think we need to be culturally sensitive, especially to the new Canadians, especially in the GTA. Good to have you on, Tanya. We'll have you on again. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. That is Tanya Granick-Allen joining us tonight. We'll see where this uh, battle of the day goes. On point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.